Hello, you are listening to the Plumfield Moms, and this is Saturday Morning Coffee. Pitch a Tent in Hope, a reflection by Diane Pendergraft. All scripture quotes are from the English Standard Version unless otherwise noted. Quote, David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced, my flesh also will dwell in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life, you will make me full of gladness with your presence. End quote. Acts 2, 25-28 from the King James Version. My flesh also will dwell in hope. When I think of the way we typically use the word hope, I have to admit I'm not a very hopeful person. We say things like, I hope it doesn't rain on our picnic tomorrow, or I sure hope the car doesn't overheat before I get to work. Call me a pessimist if you like, but life has taught me that if it doesn't rain on my picnic, at the very least it will be too windy for eating outside, and the car is going to overheat before I get where I need to go. In these contexts, hoping is really just wishing. I wish the weather would be perfect for me. I wish machinery would work well for me without proper maintenance. But this is not the hope David had, nor is it the way the word hope is used in the New Testament. In the first sentence of Paul's first letter to Timothy, he says, Christ Jesus is our hope. Later in the same letter, he says, We have our hope set on the living God. Paul tells Titus he is writing to him in hope of eternal life, which God, who never lies, promised before the ages began. The writer of Hebrews tells us, Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. These men of faith weren't just wishing. They had assurance and conviction because their hope was in one who cannot lie. My flesh also shall dwell in hope. In most cases, the word translated dwell in the New Testament is one with a root that means house. In this case, the word comes from the root skenos, which means tent. John uses this word in the first chapter of his gospel when he says, The word became flesh and dwelt among us. This word looks back to the Israelites' tent-dwelling days and to the tabernacle in the wilderness where God dwelt among his people. The word became flesh and pitched a tent among us. So my meditation on Acts 22.26 is something like this. My flesh shall pitch a tent in confident expectation. This is not a confident expectation that God will arrange things in my life for my comfort and convenience. This is an expectation that God, who cannot lie, will do what he has promised. He certainly never promised our lives would be comfortable if we just had enough faith. In fact, Jesus said, In the world you will have tribulation. John 16.33 This quotation of David's psalm is from Peter's sermon in Jerusalem at Pentecost. This is the same Peter who, on the night before Jesus' crucifixion, denied he knew Jesus. The same Peter who, after the crucifixion, went into hiding with the other disciples, disillusioned and hopeless. This is the same Peter whose epistles we have, the first of which uses the word hope five times. There is no disillusionment now. There is no fear here, no sitting around in hiding. He says in the first chapter, verses 3 through 5, quote, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. End quote. 
a living hope. He goes on to say that we love Jesus and believe in him even though we haven't seen him. That is hope. And though our faith may be tested by fiery trials, we rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Quote, Therefore, preparing your mind for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. End quote. Chapter 1, verse 13. He continues with instruction toward holiness. It is the only reasonable response to knowing we have been ransomed with the precious blood of Christ, who was raised from the dead and glorified so our faith and hope are in God. In chapter 3, Peter describes how the holy women of old who hoped in God conducted themselves and adorned themselves with, quote, the hidden person of the heart, with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious, end quote. All of these lead to being always prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason for the hope that is in you. 3.15 Living hope is active, not passive wishing. Though I'm not known for a rejoicing tongue or outward signs of gladness, I have pitched my tent in the hope of a living God who cannot lie. Quote, for I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. End quote. Job 19.25